Holy smokes, this is another episode of From the Unbox, the podcast. I'm your host, Kane Wilkinson, as you might remember from previous episodes. And this week, I've reached a very exciting milestone. I have my first ever international interview here for you guys. That's right, time to stamp your passports because we are heading to Derry in Northern Ireland to chat with a three-piece pop-punk act, Cherub. And if you've been keeping up with the blog at Dusty Organ, they have put out some a few amazing singles that I've posted about over the last few weeks. And of course, we talk about those. And as well, they dive into their own experiences as being one of the few all-female punk acts in their hometown, which is really, really cool. So before the show starts, don't forget to follow and subscribe from wherever you get your podcasts. And if you'd like to double down on your support, consider signing up for the monthly newsletter. It's a nice little recap from the past month to keep you up to date with all of the best new music from Dusty Organ. And lastly, if you are able to, please consider supporting Dusty Organ directly through Patreon or Buy Me a Coffee. If you do sign up for a monthly subscription, all new subscribers get a wonderful welcome bundle, which includes a personalized mix CD customized to your taste and some cool swag. So just search patreon.com slash dustyorgan or buymeacoffee.com slash dustyorgan. Thanks for tuning in. Here's an interview with Cherum. You're listening to From the Inbox, the podcast. Hi, we're Cherum. My name is Hannah and I play guitar and sing in the band Cherum. Uh, my name is Nairi and I play on the band Cherum and I play the bass. My name's Alana and I play drums for Cherum. That's right. That's all three of them. That's the uh, wonderful ladies of Cherum, this great pop punk band out of uh, Derry in Northern Ireland, which means that if you guys have been keeping up with this podcast, this is the first international act to be on the show, which is super exciting for all of us. We were, we were just Ooh. lamenting about that before. Woo. <laughs> or I guess you guys go, wee. Yeah, so I, I wanted to chat with Cherim this week because they've put out not just one, not just two, but like a whole bunch of great singles and uh, and tracks and videos that are leading up to their debut EP that's coming out this fall. Our second EP, right? I should be your yeah. sophomore. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, so another great collection coming out this fall. And uh, starting off with your most recent single, Listening to My Head, which is super, it's a really fun song, but it's um, all about the Netflix show Dirty John season two with Betty yeah. Godrick and the crazy uh, <laughs> scandalous murder affair which uh, was unsuspecting when you listen to the track because it's just so much fun and you're like dancing around to this weird story but uh, how did you guys feel why did you guys feel so inspired to write about the Netflix show I think like it was just like I, I suppose lockdown gets to you doesn't it like it really <laughs> Sort of just ruins your head and so I did end up watching like a lot of Netflix over lockdown and um I just got really like do you know when you get really like emotionally attached to like like a certain series or something yeah. and that that was just me with that Dirty John franchise like I just couldn't stop watching it um and I was like wow and I knew we were in the studio and I was like wow it would be so cool if like we were able to kind of incorporate a song around this um and yeah, like we we wrote Listen to My Head and 
yeah, it's really cool. And we, we do not condone murder, by the way. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it's really cool. Like we always say, like, it's kind of like for fans of like true crime and pop punk and crazy wigs, if you watch the music video. Um, but yeah, that's just everything that I love and that we love like tied into one. So yeah, well, it's a great series. I, I've only personally, I've only seen the first season with the, uh, I guess the original John, but um yeah, the second is there a third? I don't know. You, I probably feel like you've been keeping up. Not yet. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the third's out yet. <laughs> oh, okay, but um, but yeah, going back to that, like the, yeah, the music video is a lot of fun too. You guys are kind of done your own homage to the to the story. But uh, how much fun was that shooting the video for you guys? Oh, that was brilliant. Um, we actually did it in my aunt's house. Uh, she kind of like let let us use her entire house for this like murder shit basically um but it was really really fun it was just a whole lot of like costume changes throughout the day and like me and hannah and her wigs and like nairi and her suit being done and uh you know it was just like the whole day was just like bizarre and we had like children there too so we had a like accommodate them while we were shooting the music video and they were just dancing about the like everywhere but it was just it was so much fun did you did you know these children like were they no we friends or anything we, or? we just took them off the street <laughs> we lured them in oh yeah okay that's good so you don't condone murder but maybe kidnapping you might <laughs> don't, wor- don't worry though they should be they should be back with their parents now oh good fingers crossed hopefully, hopefully we don't know like <laughs> yeah you just shove them out the door after you're done and like all right good luck the bus is down the street (laughs) for the music video like congratulations for your spot in it (laughs) no beat it (laughs) (laughs) well okay we're getting a sense of what the band's like okay vicious (laughs) no they actually were like well it was so it was my weekend um you don't say we get my daughter and then um alana's niece and nairi's two nephews so we just call them like the cherim kids like they're just the kids that are kind of consistent with our band that's so <laughs> like, cute so yeah they're the best and they they look like all of us like so it's really funny like if we ever need to do like like a video where we need have you ever seen like those like pop music videos where like um there's like a young stefan and like a young um like the whole band are like playing i think it's like it's one of those songs it's on off the dream is over yeah the one with the pets and everything yeah um, it's got like the young cast like the young band sleep like, in the heat i think it was yes, it is but we could do that with with the cherim kids essentially. yeah it's perfect it's like the best casting and it's free you can go directly yeah. to them you don't have to ask their agents or anything <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, speaking actually speaking of kids, because I know uh, you Cherim kind of started because uh, you, you you all three grew up together, right? Yeah, we grew up like within about ten months from each other. Okay, and then and you were did you guys go to school together, or was it uh, kind of just more like a neighborhood thing? And then you decided to start a band one day, or how did that all come about? Well, me and Hannah, we uh, we knew each other from uh, our secondary school. We were the two biggest music heads, and there was just always competition between the two of us. Um, there was actually one time 
that we were both playing Hannah up the string on our guitar and they had the audacity to come in, ask me for my guitar to let Hannah play. And I was like, you wee bitches. <laughs> I think who? Do you mind that? It was like open day or something. I do. I... Oh, I was raging. I was raging. But um, I, we knew each other from then. And then we went into music and um, the tech. And we just started realizing that we had a lot of common interests. And like with bands and stuff, like we really loved the Pixies. And like kind of really opened my word to really really good music um and then alana she just was our wee bubble of joy that came on um she played in different bands around the town too and we had always like looked at her and thought she is obviously very very talented but she's beautiful as well we need her and she can be the star because me and hannah i don't know if you know but not the best looking uh what is your name but um I, we just knew each other from like, you know, growing up and being wee rats on the street and just just being wee wacky teenagers and getting up to things that we really shouldn't have been getting up to. That's, that's so fun. Any any fun stories that you can share willingly? I don't know, Hannah, do you have any stories that you want to share willingly? Getting up into the... Maybe not willingly. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair, yeah. But it's great that you guys had you guys found somebody to like match your musical interests and uh, influences with because um, how did you guys kind of settle on the sound that you're making now? Like, was it a pretty easy process or did you uh, kind of just fool around and see what worked? Um, I I suppose like I've always really just been under that kind of like because because punk is like a whole different world out here. Like it's like we have like there's like Americanized sort of like you know punk and then there's like bra punk do you know what yeah. i mean like like the sex pistols you know like couple of fingers like all that but then you've got like your blank one into green day like and there are two worlds but they both kind of fit as like punk but i was always more like that americanized kind of like i love that and that like um i suppose like there was bands in Derry where we're from as well that were kind of doing the same thing but just like 10 years before us um so there's bands like fighting with wire who are from Derry um and they were just so cool they were like just the coolest emo band ever and um we like we know Kahar like really well now and stuff and I suppose like that really had like an influence on our music too because that was kind of what was going on here um and I just listened to bands like like I love like Charlie Bliss and pop again, like great Canadian bands. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I just like listening to stuff like that. And, um, but like, we all have like different influences as well. And I think that that's important for the band too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. We all just, we all just come from like different worlds. Like Alana's like really into like, like just metal, like loves like just hardcore, hardcore, that's that. Uh, Any favourite uh, bands, Alana? Um, Avenged Sevenfold would be my favourite. I have a lot of uh, influences growing up from Metallica and Slipknot, like Slayer and stuff like that. So more more on the heavier side than anything. And then yeah, we have yeah. Nairi <laughs> as well, who's from a completely different world again, and the country, um, and Shania Twain. What? Big fan, the Canadian Shania Twain, my big fan. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is amazing. Yeah, she's an icon here too. So like, so that's she's an icon here as well in this band. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. I didn't know that. That's well, I'm sure she's internationally, you know, famous, so it makes sense. But uh, you know, people out in Derry to bring her up so you know effortlessly is it's it's hilarious. That's awesome. Have you seen yeah. her before, Nairi? I actually seen her two years ago. I think it was up in Dublin. Oh, right on. Yeah, was that the first was, time you've seen her before? Did you have to wait your whole life? Yeah, I had to wait my whole life until she decided, let's go, girls. We're going to get it her. Um, <laughs> <Natural ISIS. laughs> but, it was, <laughs> but it was amazing. It was one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Um, and she's a stunner. And she's just a babe, the biggest babe ever. That's awesome. It sounds like you're saying stoner. but Are you saying stunner? She could be a stoner as yeah. well. Like, I don't know, but... <laughs> Um, I just had to double check. I'm not sure if you blazed up with her after the show or something. That would, hey, that's that's probably a bucket list thing for you, eh? Smoke a hey, I oh. need that. <laughs> I'll, I'll get. I'll see what I can do as a Canadian. I'll, I'll see what I can do for you. Pass on the good word. Yeah, we all know each other here, so it's pretty close. I I heard that. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, Alana, we were talking about this before the interview started, but uh, Alana, your uh, your father's Canadian. All right, so you're yeah, you're... I would be half Canadian. I think yeah. I might just um, come over and get a passport and live with y'all. Do so. it. Well, you guys already know so well about the punk and music scene out here, so you guys could probably fit right in. I'm, I'm sure. Uh, do you guys are you thinking of touring more uh, in the future, more internationally too? Yeah, it would be amazing to go tour like in America and Canada. Um, I think obviously right now um with the pandemic and all it's not really uh like in the near future for us but uh I think after this tour in the UK in October it's definitely something to put on the map yeah well it's been yeah it's it's crazy because I've noticed a lot of Canadian artists are going over to the UK and Europe uh in the fall and spring like they've already got dates lined up and all set out and stuff um so it'd be nice to have you know go the other way around where some European acts and uh, you know British acts and Irish acts can kind of seep over to our our touring too. That'd be nice. Hundred percent. Any uh, any any bands that you guys would love to tour with? I, I love asking that question. Charlie might be listening. Yeah, pop. Pop would be fun. They are. It's great. You guys love them so much because they are also one of my all-time favorite bands too. They are, they're so much fun. Have you ever, I, I guess, no, they've, they've done tours out there. Have you guys seen them before? Or? Yeah, we actually, we have a really funny story. But we, oh, yes, we, please. They, um, we went to see, whenever we had just sort of formed as a band, um, we had a different drummer. I'm sorry, Alana, you're not in the story, but it's still a good story. <laughs> but, I'll just cry myself to sleep now, it's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, like we went to see them in Belfast and um I think it was Kay Tana that opened for them. Do you know that band? Um, or Katiana or something. It's like oh. like a female fronted kind of um Katiana yeah. sounds familiar, yeah. Yeah, they so they opened um and pop headlined. Um and we were like, oh my god, this is so exciting. And like it was the first time that we'd ever seen them. And we like um Nairi had like a, a like a, a Cherim t-shirt on and had like a different t-shirt on underneath but it's important to mention that um <laughs> <but> like, <laughs> we were like I was like throw up 
your t-shirt like throw your t-shirt like on stage and stuff and she's like oh no, no, no. it's like just do it just do it and she like took her t-shirt off and like threw her cherim t-shirt on stage at, in the limelight in belfast and um stefan the singer like picked it up and he was like i don't even know what this means <laughs> we were like <laughs> because it was just like our logo but like at the time it was like pictures of all of us like like the three in the band and um Cherim like no nobody knows what that means but um he like put it on and he wore it for the like the remainder of the gig and it's amazing like no way cool yeah we got a picture in too my bro uh, that's right yeah oh no way you guys have to you guys have to send that to me after I'll, I'll i'll link it into the into the show somehow that's awesome that's so fun i wonder if there's any like uh, live uh, like concert uh, photography with them with them wearing your shirt that'd be kind of cool that would be really cool yeah that's oh, awesome that band that's supported by the way I don't know if you can see them I think they are Canadian too oh I do not uh, yeah, see, yeah. Let's see what this is fun I love being able to do this while I talk to people uh, <laughs> band. Hmm. hmm yes they are a rock band it's good to know. I can edit this all out. This is good. Oh, they're from Philadelphia. Oh, okay. How okay. dare you confuse the U.S. with Canada? <laughs> hey, just I'm just you joking. know what? I apologize. Steve. I'm just apologies. joking. I know. Uh, That's like a thing out there, isn't it? Apologizing? Yeah, Apologizing? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, that too. But like, <laughs> it's like the American, like Canadian, like confusion. Like we have the same thing here, but with the Brits. Uh, okay so it's like people are like oh yeah ireland that's in the uk and we're like no separate country like not a thing like so yeah yeah as an external like as a person living in canada the whole uh separation between the uk and ireland and you know northern ireland uh you know it can be kind of confusing sometimes uh yeah. but i would like You're to think this is we know <laughs> what's that you're telling me we know <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly like, uh and i'm so like it's almost like i almost worrisome to bring it up because you're like i don't i don't want to step on anyone's toes here on this topic <laughs> like i don't i don't really know the truth i'm not from there um, <laughs> but yeah canada and us it happens all the time for, with uh other um nationalities and stuff too when i'm traveling or whatever and um they're like oh you're but then every so often you get people who are like oh you're not american oh okay great you're they get yeah. you're almost relieved and it's i think it's they so funny the, uh, a boot and then the we a at the end of the sentence and they go oh right clicked canada <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i don't even know you, you guys are talking about like that's not even how i say a boot uh, i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of not knowing what people are saying um I'm curious about how you guys decided on the name Cherim, by the way, because wow. as you just said, Hannah, no one knows what it means. Um, where did that, that come, come from? It's Hannah's brain. <laughs> it's yeah. a made up word. I think, what was it? The story behind it was uh, you just wanted something that no one else could trademark and that that was, that was your word. Like literally I played in a band beforehand and it was, we had the worst name in the world. Okay. The band was called Riot Upstairs. Okay terrible that's not, name that's not bad that's not that's that not is a terrible bad. name but but like every time like we would we would like somebody would be like oh what's the band called and we were like oh right upstairs whatever and they would never like hear like fully like they were like ryan ryan is upstairs ryan 
And we were like, no. <laughs> and then there was another band called Riot Upstairs who just happened to be promoting their EP at the same time that we were pro- promoting ours. Oh. So I was like, right, we need a name this time for this band because it's going to be the coolest band ever. We need a name that we can trademark. It's going to be a word that we can just put this word everywhere and we'll never have to run into complications with this word. So that was kind of where Cherim came from, I suppose. Okay. And there's no like, would you be able to define the word Cherim or is it just a sound almost? I think, yeah, I think, I feel like it's like an onomatopoeia. Like it's one of those, it's like, it is totally just like us. It is three basic bitches and a band <laughs> yeah it's it's the sound you make when you're rocking out to three basic bitches in a band you go cherub yeah okay. definitely <laughs> that's that's a great explanation actually i love that that makes so much more sense now yeah i think that's the best we've ever answered that question by the way normally we're just like uh no it's it's not real it's not a real word <laughs> <laughs> just end oh, yeah. of question yeah oh that's good okay i i feel like that's such a boring question to ask it's like what does your band name mean but when it's something like cherim it, it also sounds like cherub too i, I always think like the smashing pumpkin song yeah that's where my brain yeah. first went to cherub rock yeah cherub rock i used to love that song do you guys ever play guitar hero yes yes that is oh, so yeah. good mm, yeah that's that's my jam on on guitar hero by the way it's good well, Adam, did you play that? Because uh, before I forget, on Guitar Hero 3 was one of my favorite songs by Slipknot to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I was chin. also a bit of a metalhead, too. Chin. What song's it? Before, before I forget. I, there was a couple. Uh, before I forget this. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, that singing was so good. I'm probably going to get copyright flags on that. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we can no longer continue this interview because there is now a copyright claim on uh, (laughs) Nairi's version of Before I Forget. Damn, so close. Sorry about that. Uh, but uh, you know, actually, you know, get to get get to more serious topic because I love ruining the moment for things. Um, I I understand that the reason why Cherim kind of started was uh, as you guys put like a kickback against the local boys' club. That's the music scene there in Derry, especially. And um, I'm curious, was there anything specific that happened or was it just kind of like this growing snowball of like, I want to do this um, music thing for you guys? Yeah, I think it was, it was just really hard. Like, um, like obviously like the, the undertones were like a really big band in Derry, all fellas again. And whenever we were growing up, it was just, it just seemed like it was just a lot boys club like there was no like you would always see gears playing like acoustic guitar and it was like why can't they why can't gears be in a band as well why can't gears be writing punk rock music why can't like you know it was just very like that was our reworld our mm-hmm. level and dairy that was our reworld and there just wasn't a way lot of woman in rock just woman and acoustic guitars and we were like what so we were just like well hannah Hannah was like, um, you know, do you want to start a band? And we were like, we are literally, we've all been thinking this our whole entire lives. We always wanted to be in bands, just never any females wanted to do it. And who better than Hannah to make, it, make the start? Um, 
and I that just like that was just that then that just took off and then we started seeing more women in music more women in rock bands and we were like what so they've been here this entire time they were just outside of Derry <laughs> so I, I think yeah. that's so important though like see as far as like representation goes like I do think the bands other like girls and bands have started because of us and I think that is really important to know too because like sometimes it just takes someone who looks like you that's sort of like doing it to see somebody who who looks like you like see another woman doing something for you to actually go well do you know what maybe I can do that and I feel like that was really missing in in Northern Ireland especially at the time you know because it was just a boys club you know and there just needed to be someone or something there to ignite that representation and that is happening now and it's amazing yeah did you guys find that there was a lot of support behind uh behind you or was it more the opposite like a lot of uh um what's the word kickback or uh, obstacles well there was never anyone objected to us doing that um i don't think it was just more like in a negative sense there was just some men who kind of played it off as like a hobby rather than like a career like we've had men like say you know oh you're really good at that like for a girl and that is the one thing that ignites so much rage in me that I can't like I can't comprehend it but like I think on like the other side of the spectrum there is there was so much support from people like all over the north all over ireland especially in belfast like there's bands like gender chores and problem patterns and like big daisy and stuff who like really really supported us and they still do um and like we just like love them for that and we love the people that come out and be like oh my god it's so class to see like three women go and do this and like you know not they toot our own horn but we are doing quite well for ourselves in respect to what we do like you know locally um and I think like it is really really nice to see that support and not anyone like object it and go you can't do that because you're a woman it's like no like it's nice to see women in like the music industry and music business and you know going out and actually doing this yeah and like you said doing it well too because it's uh yeah it's a heck of a lot of fun the music that you guys are making and putting out and it's not even because you know the whole gender thing too is you know plays into it obviously but just objectively it's just great freaking pop punk music that makes you just want to get up and dance and smash some stuff and i think too i found a very very interesting connection between the two tracks let's go back to your music i just realized we barely talked about it um (laughs) yeah your two more recent most recent tracks listening to my head which was about you know the betty broderick story and then kisses on my cards which is about uh well at least in the music video it's about a cheating teddy bear um but in a nutshell, both those tracks are very like, it's, it's like you've had some problems with, uh, how do I, how, I don't know how to phrase this one. Are those tracks based on personal experiences at all? I guess not the, obviously the listening to my head, but kissing on my cards being about, you know, toxic relationships or um, unhealthy interactions with men and stuff like that. Are they kind of coming from something or uh, was it just more observational I suppose so like definitely like I think like Kiss on My Cards really for me was about like 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 fancying or like falling in love with a guy for the first time after like just being like no 
I'm a lesbian and then being like, right, no, do you know what I like boys again? No, no. <laughs> That's kind of what that was about. <laughs> um, I, so like just kind of like going through weird, wacky stages in your 20s and finding your sexuality. And for me, that was like about kind of coming back to men again, because it's weird. It is weird that like you do go through wee phases. <laughs> um, and I, so that, that's really what that was about. Like this guy and he was really nice. And then we were really getting on and then we're done. Yeah, <laughs> that happens too. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He yeah. had an old year. So whatever he's, he's trash. He's out of the picture. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's fair. Yeah. Well, uh, hopefully you just didn't do what you did to the teddy bear, you know, to him. I, I think no, quite he's not very much alive. Um, <laughs> woman. <laughs> like you said, you don't condone, condone murder. Of course. So. We definitely didn't dismember him in a way. <laughs> <laughs> and you took the kids in your other music video to use them to move the body. That's the way to do it. You have to train them young. Yeah, you, and do. you don't get any of your fingerprints. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, there's a, I have a terrible habit. If all of other people have been listening to podcast episodes prior. I have a terrible habit of making things turn very morbid. <laughs> it's not even intentional; it just happens. I we are morbid. Never worry. It's part of the punk lifestyle, you know. You got to be comfortable with everything and anything thrown your way. So that's it. Um, so is this upcoming Al, uh, EP, do you find that it's kind of follow, is it going to follow a similar sort of pattern to these last two tracks or is it going to be a bit more diverse in topics or? Um, I think like it's a lot just about, you know, relationships and our personal experiences. You know, we didn't really think that there would be a theme in it, but whenever we kind of would sit down to write, it's just like whatever's going on with us now and obviously we were writing during the pandemic so there was literally nothing going on <laughs> except yeah. for like yeah. the other people in our lives or like the netflix show we were watching um but i think like it does sort of cover the same um like areas in relationships but like it's just kind of there's some positive aspects in one song and uh, we touch on like darker topics in another song of like toxic relationships and stuff. But yeah, it kind of overall just follow um, the same thing, but it really wasn't intentional. Yeah. Well, it's good. You got some variants in there too, with the positivity and going to the other side of the spectrum too. So I feel like it's going to, I'm very excited to hear more of it. That's, I'm just trying to be nosy and see what's, what's yet to come. I've, I'm very big a fan of your music. So, um, and speaking of Netflix, uh, over here, like I love the show Dairy Girls and uh, Alana and I were talking about this before, but how accurate of a show did you guys feel it was? Cause I think you, you guys all watched today. Yeah. Yeah. Watch it whenever, whenever it comes out, there's actually a bar that does like a quiz. It's like a big premiere. Um, so you like go up and you can watch Dairy Girls and then do like wee Dairy Girls quiz after, which is really cool. That's fun. Did you, uh, yeah. do you guys kind of relate to, uh, the characters and stuff do you feel like one of you is a good match for different i can't remember the girls names in the shows now but uh um, i know who i am straight away do you know who i am who am i go sit at the same time claire claire <laughs> I, you are claire. <laughs> I am claire i am claire i know you are claire I know. we claire <laughs> i 
is Michelle. You know, I think you're well, you're very Bally Mac Magella. You're uh, well, Michelle. Oh, thank you. I think you are. <laughs> but I don't know. No, you, you're a Mac saying. I think you're, see, because you're not ordered, because you're not dumb. Uh, but I don't know if you're Aaron either because Aaron is very Aaron's very practical uh, I feel like I'm more like all the tarot and all that but then I'm not as much you are both Michelle's I think Alana is Aunt Sarah (laughs) (laughs) I remember her yeah that's funny no, we we actually think right. So you're asking like how accurate like Derry Gears is. Like I'm telling you know, right? Alana's mommy is Aunt Sarah. Like you yeah. would literally think that the character was like created from Alana's mom. Like Alana's mom yeah. and Aunt Sarah, like completely. Like it's so funny. It's so funny. Uh, all you have to do is watch Dairy Girls and just like study Aunt Sarah. Like that is my ma, like to a T. Your mommy. But yes, anyway, to answer, it's very accurate. That's good. <laughs> yeah, because I was saying before, like you never really know with, uh, yeah, with like you know fun shows like that how how true to the bone it is. But I, I understand like the woman that wrote the show, it's very much based on her life and stuff too. So keeps things fun. I'm trying to think of this a comparable. I guess in Canada, like Letter Kenny would be. That's more of a small town thing. There's got to be other shows too that have popped up that were like, oh yeah, this is this is very Canadian. I guess, uh, yeah, Shit's Creek was good too. I'm trying to. Add, I whatever. love Shit's Creek. Oh yeah, you guys watched the show out there too. It was. Oh, such... it's so good. Yeah, I guess it's on Netflix. So. No, my I'm just saying, my mom's a big fan. Never seen it. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Moira Rose is an icon. <laughs> She's the biggest icon ever, isn't she? She's just a big, she's just a big, funny, lovable um, woman. Just the way she, yeah, her vocabulary, the, whoever wrote her character was just so freaking good. I know. Oh, I would try and give it an attempt, but um, I think I would butcher it like really <laughs> bad. So I don't want to embarrass myself. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind hearing like an Irish accented uh, Moira Rose. Oh my try God, it. no. I dare you. Oh, please, God. <laughs> What's the script for the the wine, remember? Um, oh, yeah. Shit's Creek. You have to try it too, though. Okay, okay. That's fair. I haven't watched um, it. What are you trying to do? Yeah, the wine quote was so funny. It's Shit's Creek. Do you ever watch um, American Pie? You know the uh, Jim's oh. Daddy? No. <laughs> Right. Oh my god, I just realized how old I feel. Um, but um, so Jim literally Daddy. a child. <laughs> I yeah. am a child. You can't tell me what this actually. So Moira Rose, the, the mom in the show, she's also she also played Ke- uh, what's his name, Kevin in uh, Home Alone. It's his mom. Yeah, she's the mother oh, in Home Alone. She's right. the one who forgets okay. all her kids. Yeah. Oh, oh right. Okay. Her. She's also on um, Beetlejuice as well. Oh yeah. I, I know who you're yeah. about now. Yeah. Oh, she's so funny. She just has this like really bizarre accent. And it's just like, it's just so weird. There's a guy that does on TikTok too. But it's very weird. It's like, what would she say? What would she say? A, f- a friend of know. mine, a friend of a friend of mine and I one night got drunk on wine and we're we were uh Googling like fake wine quotes, like how to describe wine. There's like a generator. You can you can put in like 
it'll just pop out like a sentence, a fake sentence about wine. And we were just trying to recite them as Moira Rose being like, this why is, I can't even do it right now. Oh my God. <laughs> she likes, it's all about mouth acting. She, I don't know how she says it. She, da, yeah, David, she's all like, I'm a red wine drinker, David. <laughs> Alexis. It's funny because these two have no idea what we're talking about. This is great. I know. I, yeah, stares across the board. <laughs> no, it's really good. You should watch it though, definitely. Okay, Nairi, I'll, I'll let you. I, I did it for us both. You don't have to. You don't have to butcher it if you don't want to. Thank you. I'm having a panic attack. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh my god, this guy can't even do it. Like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. But. Um, yeah, so what else should uh, fans of Cherim be looking forward to? No spoilers. The tour. <laughs> the tour, yeah. Uh, if they are you... UK, the tour. <laughs> yeah, all the UK um, uh, peeps. Yeah, we, we got, the, obviously, the EP coming out. We have a couple more tunes coming out as well. Um, the next one in July. Um, but yeah, we're just going to keep consistently releasing and writing. Just so keep looking on our page for more just awesome. go hit that follow button, subscribe to us on youtube for for more of us shit talking and all the rest yes that's <laughs> good. do you guys have any uh any merch out there too any cool chair merch oh we do it's up on Bandcamp. um so if you go look for Cherim on Bandcamp, then you can get um you can get like some beanie hats we have some really cool beanie hats um and we've got some abigail t-shirts as well but we're kind of running low so get them while you can i suppose yeah (laughs) abigail that track came out uh was that this last year 2019 it came out like the last like november like it was like really really late yeah did you did you end up having to cancel any uh tours and stuff too because of the pandemic yeah we did we were supposed to be going to uh we're supposed to be doing the uk in last may um but of course that all kind of fell through um yeah because really this is like our debut tour in the uk like we've never really like we've only really done irish dates before um like we we did like we've done some small festivals in the uk like we did like um like like a, a small festival in Scotland and we did like a small festival in England as well but like we we've never really done a full tour of you know the, the like Scotland to London like from the top to bottom so this will be the first time for that which is really exciting yeah that sounds very I wish I was out uh over the across the pond as I would say that'd be so funny come check you ladies out um, on tour one day one day you guys are going to come to Toronto or Canada and they'll be there screaming, just chair him the whole time. Chair him! <laughs> Kane, are you having fun? Chair him! <laughs> That's, it. That's oh, wow. it. That's all. All right. Well, thanks so much uh, for taking the time. Hannah, Nairi, Alana, the wonderful ladies that make up chair him. Yeah. Thanks so much for uh, doing this. Thank, Thank you, you for so- having us. My pleasure. <laughs>